Thank you all for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here in the Locked On Podcast Network, free and available where you find folks get your podcast. On today's episode, yeah, okay, uh, the, the basketball game tomorrow, okay, woo, MSU plays Illinois, can't wait for that one. Um, no, on a real note, we preview that game for a hot second, and then some ridiculous mailbag questions to get you into your weekend. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans. Your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Family, friends, Spartan Nation, and most importantly, Locked On Spartans listeners, how on earth are you doing? Hopefully you are doing better than my voice is right now. Yes, uh, this is the end of the week, and this week, as you may or may have not known, um, has been spent shouting at uh, a mouse down at a theme park in Florida about why the hell Michigan State can never just put together a, a decent February in their basketball schedule. So, yeah, the voice seems to be a little hoarse. It's a little bit broken up, but you know what's not broken up? The magic that you find folks bring every single day here in the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thank you for listening uh, to today's episode or this whole week. If you're a sick enough person to do so, I uh, really, really, really do appreciate all your support and uh, and kind listening ears as well. Before we get to the MSU Illinois preview, hey, just want to thank you for making Lockdown Spartans your first listen every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network, and also. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, anything of the matter, hey, uh, LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com seems to be a great place to uh, send those questions. Or uh, honestly, like if you just want to shout after a bad game, that's a good email address to send all your grievances to as well. All right, let's get right into it. <sighs> yep, Michigan State. Illinois, um, once again, yeah, because that game just went so well last time. Uh, okay, no, no, hold, no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to be fair uh, about this preview. I'm going to try to be a big person here and uh, break this down for you guys without still holding on to last game where mm, Michigan State barely lost to an Illinois team that was losing two key players. Okay, all right, three, two, one, yep, all right. New preview, new me. Let's go. All right, Illinois. Ever since facing and beating the Michigan State Spartans are 4-2 and two on the season. The fight in the Lion-Eye. Uh, right after the MSU game, they slid by Northwestern on the road. They took care of Wisconsin on the road. They walloped Indiana on the road. But then uh, they got housed by Purdue on the road. They beat Northwestern again at home. And then, oh my goodness gracious, wouldn't you know, they got rolled by Rutgers at the rack. Um, not like we could relate to that whatsoever. Uh, no, but listen, uh, Michigan State, as we said, have already played the fight in the Lion Eye. And the first game, I, I don't have to re- reiterate it, but I will anyway. Uh, Illinois was losing uh, Kofi Coburn and Curbelo for that game. And they still lost. Uh, okay, so what happened last game was that MSU shot 21% from three-point land. Uh, Christie had two points. Tyson Walker, he did not have a good game as well. Three of ten from uh, the, the field goal range with three turnovers. And A.J. Hogarth had 16 minutes of cardio. That, that's pretty much it. 
Didn't do much else after that. Uh, Trent Frazier, on the other hand, for Illinois, nuked Michigan State. Luke Good, the freshman off the bench, had his best career game so far in his very early career as a true freshman. But you know what? Hey, uh, it's not all negative here. Marcus Bingham, nice game for him. <laughs> Last time these two teams met. Granted, uh, he didn't have to play Kofi Coburn, but yeah, hey, it, we will give credit for nice games when nice games are had, and Marcus Bingham had himself a nice game in Champaign last time. So what is uh, the, uh, the the 4-1-1 on Illinois? Well, first and foremost, uh, they are top 25 in both offensive and defensive efficiency. They are strong at shooting. They're strong at defending the opposing field goal as they have the 14th best field goal percentage defense in the country. Great. Can't wait to hear that. However, like Michigan State, they're not that good uh, at turnover percentage on defense. So, yeah, Michigan State uh, decided to turn over the ball 68 times against Penn State. And uh, this is one thing that stuck out in the first matchup against Illinois is that, hey, actually held on to the ball okay. Well, it's because Illinois' defense really doesn't force a lot of turnovers. So, can it happen again? Well, yeah, that, that's one reason to believe that Michigan State will win. So, a reason to believe our Spartans will win is that, well, MSU is one of the best three-point shooting teams in the country still. Now, they choose their spots of games of when they want to flex that and when they don't. And one of the games where they didn't want to flex that was that last Illinois game. They shot 21% against the Illini. Okay, well, their stats say they are a better team than that, and especially at home, a little more comfortable arena. Can you do better than that? Well, as one of the best three-point shooting teams in the country, the raw numbers say you can. Uh, Illinois, like we just said, is not good at turning teams over, and also, Michigan State is at home for this game. Illinois is 3-2 and two on the road in their last five road games. And yes, one of those three wins is barely beating a really bad Northwestern team on the road. So, Illinois, when they get on the road, uh-oh, they start to fumble a little bit and spill some chili on themselves. Uh, however, let's have a real dialogue on the other side of the coin here. The reason to believe MSU will not win this game, uh, I, I got two words written down. One of them is Coburn, and one of them is Curbelo. Uh, I'll start with Curbelo. Honestly, okay, I, I'll have a real dialogue with you guys right now. And I know I'm going to jinx the hell out of this right now, but I, I, I don't really get it. Like I know that Andre Curbelo is supposed to be like this awesome player, and oh, he's, he's all this and that, but I, I, I don't really get it. He, he's not anything too special that I see. Okay, but smarter people than me think that uh, Curbelo is one of the best players that Illinois has, if not the second best player. So there's that. He's back. He's he's in, in full um, full ability right now. He's going to play. The, the other guy, though, this is a guy I understand why there's some hype around him, and he goes by the name of Kofi Coburn. Uh, yeah, and it, this is going to shock you as Michigan State fans, but he's a big man that can actually play more than 30 minutes 
in a game. Yeah, he's not a starting big man that's just capped at 18 minutes night in and night out. No, Coburn's going to be on the court for quite some time, barring any foul issues. Uh, He's averaging 21 and 11. That's a lot. And he's also very good at shooting from the field, which, yeah, of course, like he doesn't stretch his game out too far. Most of it is eight feet and in. But his 60%, sorry, his 60% from the field shooting is second best in the Big Ten. So, um, I'm scared. Uh, A win would be great, although I'm not expecting it based on what has recently happened. But if there's anything that we know about this Michigan State team is that once you think you got got them figured out, no, they're going to turn it right against you and actually prove you wrong. So while I think Michigan State is going to lose this game, uh, Bart Torvik has us at a fascinating Michigan State 71, Illinois 70 victory for your boys in green and white. So, yeah, I don't know. I... No matter what happens, hey, we'll uh, recap it at Monday's show on Locked on Spartans. And also next week, we will have a lot more guests than we did this week. As I said, I've been tooling around at theme parks here and there throughout the week. And kind of tough to schedule guests when um, kind of waking up at 7 a.m. and not available until 11 p.m. For some reason, other guests just don't want to record at 11.30 p.m. at night. Oh, yeah, riddle me that. Uh, but, yeah, so next week, not only will we recap this game, but we will be having more guests in the hopper. Now we got some ridiculous mailbag questions to get to. And I say ridiculous in a fun way. Like, they're very fun questions to answer. But first, need to talk to you fine folks about betonline.net. Well, that's right, gang. Football season might be over this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sport betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season, and it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC, and Olympic coverage and information. So head to the website today. Use your mobile device, learn more about the trends and actions at BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, before diving into some crazy questions, uh, hey, just want to thank you for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, first and foremost, uh, at NotDylan69, nice, he asked, uh, top five places to have a shot of fireball. Uh, number one is going to be a funeral. Number two is right before a job interview. Uh, number three, probably right before meeting the new in-laws or your uh, girlfriend or boyfriend's uh, family. Number four is going to be the Breslin Center parking lot before a Michigan State non-conference game at noon. Something about cinnamon whiskey on a 87-degree day before Michigan State tunes up Youngstown. Just hits. And then uh, fifth and foremost... Fifth, fifth and foremost, that's not, you know, no, I'm going to make that a thing. Fifth and foremost, um, fifth place, hmm, that's going to be in Spartan Stadium, actually, because it, it's, it's especially last year where uh, all they cared about was if you were wearing a mask inside the game and they didn't pat you down for any reason whatsoever, you could just bring in, a, you could smuggle a dog in under your hoodie if you really cared. Um, I would say, uh, yeah, fifth place, fifth and foremost is uh, Spartan Stadium after a touchdown by Kenneth Walker is the best place to have a shot of fireball. 
Uh, Just Peachy asked me, what's your go-to vacation novelty drink? So right now, I got to say, I've been in my bag this vacation. And when the night is winding down, it is a shot of simple syrup with strawberry. It is two shots of vodka. You shake that up with some lemon juice, and then you pour it over some club soda. That is a French or Italian kiss, whatever uh, chef you prefer. That is a chef's kiss on top of that drink right there. Oh, what's this? You want to actually hear about some MSU questions on Locked on Spartans? Okay, I guess I'll, I'll finally get to that. Uh, Spartan fan at Spartion70 asks, uh, do you miss Cassius Winston yet? What do you think? Yeah, no, of course I do. I This is bad podcast. I, I could just spend the rest of the segment just rubbing my eyeballs, just wondering why college eligibility can't extend eight years but no yeah you know this is gonna shock you i, I do miss him and yeah, this is, i'm gonna fact i'm gonna funnel that one into this point guard question here uh anthony poop emoji at the real shardy asked me would you want lawyer on this roster and that's actually a fascinating question uh because we, we talked about it the other day someone asked a, a fantastic fantastic question if the players that transferred from last year's roster would help this team. And essentially, I said no, not really. And I said that full well knowing that lawyers have an awesome year at Davidson. But the short answer um, of what I said a few days ago is that I think he's more suited for that team, that division, than he is the Big Ten because, okay, after three years, it was clear it was not working out. With that said... Yeah, you you just have a scholarship on the table that's not being used right now this season. So, yeah, while we saw a lot of Foster Lawyer the last few years, and if this is your first episode this week or of all time, like I, I have to preface it with this. like I, I was a big Foster Lawyer guy. That's probably one of my worst takes of all time, actually, is that saying that Foster Lawyer was going to be an icon at Michigan State. So, yeah, I don't mean this in, in a place of malice right now or a place of like, oh, no, he just sucked and I always knew he would. Like, no, I, I thought he was going to be a good player here. Uh, with that said, if, if I just got an open scholarship, I guess why not? I I don't know how you'd use him, though. I Like, Hogard, Walker, like, they're very up and down, but I think it was also very clear that Lawyer was hmm, down and then... More down, and then down again, unless you're playing an Eastern Michigan team that's running a 2-3 zone defense. So that's, uh, yeah, I, but again, with the open scholarship, which I was thinking, <laughs> we have an open scholarship. Yeah, couldn't use that on any other player. Um, I, I, I guess why not? Ben asks, uh, should Coleman get more minutes? He seems very athletic and could maybe help us. I, even though I do this a lot, a lot, I mean a lot on this podcast, like I don't want to be a Debbie Downer here and be the bearer of bad news, but like I, I, I don't think Keon Coleman is the answer to the questions here. And I, I understand that what Izzo said a few weeks back in his press conference that, oh, Coleman surprised us. Like he's, uh, he's actually holding his own little bit in practice, but I, I got I got a very hard time believing that he's a guy that could crack uh, the the top two or three units. 
listen, hey, his, his little dribble around uh, Harlem Globetrotters layup that he had against Michigan, that was fun. I had a great time. That was fantastic. And yeah, like, listen, I'm not saying that Keon Coleman is just some scrub that can't play an ounce of basketball, but that there's a big difference between playing Louisiana hoops against teams full of players that look like they should be in sixth grade aka Michigan basketball too apparently and uh big 10 hoop so no I don't think Coleman's the answer necessarily here I'm sorry to be a white blanket on that but then again like hey uh some games in the last few weeks here it looks like no actual scholarship basketball players seem to be the answer either so hey who am I to say that Keon Coleman can um <laughs> spark this team a little bit but no it in reality, I, I don't think that Coleman is the answer here. And we're going to get to a question that actually stacks on top of that one greatly in a hot segment. First, I need to talk to you fine, fine folks about Built Bar. That's right. My vocal cords could use some Built Bar right now, but um, that's okay. I, I forgot to pack some on this vacation because I am a dunce. But you are not a dunce. You, if you listen to anything that we've said over the last few weeks, months, years... You eat Built Bar, and you are probably sticking to your New Year's resolutions of eating better or getting more fit, all thanks to Built Bar. Now, if you are not one of those fine folks that eat Built Bar, may I interest you in some Built Puffs. I, I cannot even begin to describe how good Built Puffs are. They are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, and they're not just a protein bar. They are a treat, as they are soft, they're chewy, they're covered in 100% real chocolate, and they come in amazing flavors like yummy, 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 cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. Mm, God, they're just so good. Uh, and all Bilt Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Real chocolate, 100% real chocolate. I'll say for a 15th time, 100% real chocolate chocolate but also low calorie high protein most built bars contain 130 calories just four grams of sugar four grams of net carbs and 17 grams of protein mm-hmm. that's right so go to built.com use promo code locked 15 and get 15 percent off your order one more time it's promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off at built.com all right, two segments to go. One more for my vocal cords before they just die out. And, uh, oh, God, I just hope I have anything left to just scream at uh, Goofy tomorrow about why Izzo doesn't play being more than 15 minutes per night late in the season. But, hey, here we are, baby. Um, Rachel, who is just a fantastic person, uh, just always coming up with questions for the podcast. So thank you, Rachel. Uh, she asked, who would win in a fight, Donald Duck or Jim Harbaugh? I gotta say, I didn't think much about uh, this Donald fella uh, until recently, until I stepped into a, uh, a theme park known as Disney World. And the the size of Duck's feet, wow. Um, I, I get that this Harbaugh guy wears cleats all over the place, but I whew, Duck has got some stompers, he's got a nice wingspan, and I feel like his beak is not just going to collapse on the first punch from this gym fella so yeah g give me donald duck in two rounds if we're scoring this on a three round ufc fight give me donald duck in two rounds based on his giant stompers of feet and uh yeah just a, a, an iron beak that could take any punch possible I, I i was not aware of how built donald duck was until i was in the same aura as him the other day all right, so the, the question I was teasing earlier, 
Uh, and by earlier, I mean just like what, 90 seconds ago, last segment, is from, as I search to find it, thank you, this is from uh, Shell, at Shell Goat, make a MSU starting five using only football players. And if you think I'm going to cheat and use Keon Coleman and Malik Carr as two of the five players, correct, you, you are 100% right, I'm going to use both those guys. Now, I'm going to use a shorter guy, a quick guy, a shifty guy for a point guard. And yeah, this isn't a guy who's played a single snap for Michigan State football. I'm going to do Jarek Broussard for point guard. Keon Coleman's going to be my three. Malik Carr, uh, we'll have him banging low in the post as a five. So I got to fill a two guard. I got to fill a four guy. Four, I'm going to go with Peyton Thorne. Yeah, Peyton Thorne, and I hope we're playing against a zone defense where I could just tuck someone up high that just disperses the ball, uses great passing. But even if it's not a zone defense, even if we're going against man-to-man, I still like Peyton Thorne's uh, build to be a strong power forward there. If not, if that's not your cup of tea, then, well, plug in any lineman that, that you would like there. Um... Matt Allen, sure, yeah, let's give him some run as he heads into his 18th year at Michigan State. I don't see why that would not work. For the two guard, that's where it gets tough. You got Jarek Broussard at the one, and at the two, I'm between so many guys. Like, Angela Gross seems like a great guy. Uh, Jaden Reed seems like an awesome guy, but I also love the experience that someone like Xavier Henderson would get. And I'm not just thinking offense either, but I think a guy that is rangy, quick laterally, and yeah, just a good leader at the two. Going Xavier Henderson at the two right there. Fantastic question. That's what I'm talking about. Brent V. Beast just says, we need a, a rundown of Disney. Was there with the family last week and the lines were insane. Brent, uh, th- I'm going to turn this into locked on Disney right now. Um, it-, it was busy for sure, no doubt about it. And this whole new app that they have to like get in lines and whatever is way in over my head. Go with someone that knows how to operate a smartphone and how to operate a new app. That's the key way because uh, I don't know how to do either of that. My knowledge with technology is just how to upload and edit a college sports podcast. So that's it right there. That's how to do it. But yeah, I mean, it's it's been fine. So far, and then Justin Thind, friend of the program, he asks, sixth favorite McDonald's story. We're getting the hard-hitting Michigan State questions so far this episode right now. So sixth favorite McDonald's story. That excludes the story where I was asked by a customer to join his porn company. That excludes the question where um, our Coke machine blew up and half of our staff was covered in Coca-Cola syrup in the back, all while taking orders at the same time. Uh, this excludes the point where I saw a woman chuck a bag of burgers at my manager during a snowstorm because she was so upset that there were onions on her burgers when she specifically asked not to have onions on her burger. So I'm going to fast forward a few stories here, but yeah, I guess my sixth favorite story, um, it's not a it's it's not a good one for me at all, but it's a good one to tell, and it really ironforged me as a person. Have you ever had someone come up to you and say, hey, Matt, or whatever your name is, uh, strap on the gloves, you're going to have to scoop um, some vomit out of a urinal? Oh no, you've never had anyone tell you that before because i have i have and uh 
you know, at, at the uh, young, formidable age of 16 years old where I was asked to do that, anything else that happens to you later in life, any other task that you're asked to do later in life, doesn't seem like that big of a deal after you are asked to scoop vomit with your bare hands out of a urinal so it doesn't clog because a customer in front of you or that just left the door five minutes ago didn't care to clean it up. So, yeah, I'm using the word favorite very, very, very liberally right here because, um, as you can tell, I'm still kind of dealing with it. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's probably my sixth favorite one to tell because after I tell that one, people are like, well, either A, they change the topic completely, or B, they're like, oh, my God. So it's actually not that great working at McDonald's. Like, I, n- no, of course it's not. It's McDonald's. Like, the, you couldn't come to that conclusion before I told that story. Anyway, um, uh, members of our community since 1964, or whatever that ad read was four months ago when they were paying for our ads. All right. Uh, we, we got some more questions here, don't we? Uh, yeah. Over under points, Ohio state scores via passing touchdowns against 2022 MSU. Oh God. Well, we just saw 49 and one half. That's what I go. Um, yeah. Put me at 48 and a half then for that question. Okay. Surely there's gotta be another question. That's not so sad to send us off into the weekend. Yes. Marco brings a great question to send us off into the weekend. Oh, no. There's actually one more after that that I want to hit. But Marco asks, what is the most extreme thing you would do for MSU to win the Natty this year? I wouldn't mind seeing my car set on fire. Um, I'm just trying to think, like, what organ or limb I would give up to see a Michigan State national title this year. And he doesn't point out a sport but i don't think that matters because a basketball natty would be as fun as a football natty although i would favor a football natty a little more just because how funny it would be um you could take the pinky off my no you could take hmm, you could take the pinky and ring finger off my left hand um for a michigan state natty no doubt um you can get rid of my appendix that's not necessary tonsils don't matter um, I don't think I need all my molars in my mouth. You could take those away too. The, the spleen just seems like a general myth in general. Uh, I just don't think that that's an actual organ, so take that away. And maybe my endocrine system too. I'm not sure what that does. So yeah, just go ahead and take that away um, for Michigan State to yeah win a natty. What whether it be Izzo putting the trophy up or Tucker putting the trophy up. And last but not least. We're going to end the weekend. The greatest Michigan State personality of all time, and that is Odell Bretham Jr., no question about it. If you could have a building named after you on campus, what type and where would it be? And this is somewhat topical because uh, IM West is getting shut down. And I'm going to reopen IM West, but we're going to have a lot of dartboards in there. Okay. We're going to have bowling alleys in there. We're going to have, yeah, basketball courts in there, but we're also going to have like carnival games in there. Like it's just It's just a little fun center. For Michigan State students, uh, it's not just for the top tier athletes. Because Lord knows I wasn't one. Sure, did I love playing basketball at I am West? Oh my God, yeah, it was fantastic to play. Because usually I played with four guys that were so much better than me, and I conned my way onto their teams. But throw a ping pong table in there, some foosball tables, uh, maybe yeah, I guess a swimming pool. 
but with like water slides and all that fun stuff like that. So yeah, just like a general fun center and put it right where I am West was. So that is where we are going to put yeah, the the name uh the the namesake of my building right there. All right guys, thank you so much for listening to Lockdown Spartans today. I know today's episode is all over the place. Mondays and the next weeks will not. We're, we're going to get absolutely positively back to it. Uh, recapping Saturday's game against Illinois. We will have guests in the mix next week. We will be mixing in a lot of football talk next week as well. Should just be a hoot and a half. Until then, though, thank you for making Lockdown Spartans your first listen every single day here in the Lockdown Podcast Network, free and available where you find folks get your podcast. Now go make your second listen, Locked on Bets. That's right, Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. That's Locked on Bets, hosted by YourWayQ with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling, free and available on all platforms. Go Green. Love you all. You're all the best. Thank you very much for listening. God, just the best. Go Green.